Well, and just like that, it's almost time to say goodbye to 2020. Hi, I'm Shane Twist, and welcome to Behind the Beef, a podcast that gives you a look behind the scenes and into the everyday activities of people behind the beef. With the silly season and 2021 just around the corner, today's episode of the podcast will be a year in review, a look back at the year that was and at the key achievements of Angus Australia members and the society during what was safe to say a year like no other. So sit back wherever you are and have a listen to a year in recap. Kicking off with our President's and Vice President's addresses from Sam White and Erica Halliday and our CEO address from Peter Parnell, followed by the managers of the departments that make up Angus Australia. Thankfully for you all, you won't be hearing much from me, so I'll let them take it from here. Just like to reflect on uh, 2020 and the year that it has been. Uh, this is my first year as President and Chairman of the Board of Angus Australia. First of all, we started the year with the uh, drought in most parts of the state and country coming to an end, which was an absolute relief for all of us. 2019 is a year we'd love to forget. Uh, we see the start of uh, recovery occurring across the country, knowing that that's going to take a long, long time. We've seen COVID-19 and the stress and the pressure that's put on businesses all around this country. And to each and every one of you, this has provided new challenges to the way we've done business. But you've all risen to the occasion and what a time to do it. Bull sales, female sales and all commercial sales, steers and females as well, have been at an all-time high, which is just uh, overwhelming. And if it's to be scripted as part of a recovery of drought, well... Uh, it couldn't come at a better time. So to each and every one of you, well done on all the work that you have done this year to get your bull sales to team after such a challenging year last year, your females to sale and also to sell all commercial cattle uh, for those of you who've got some left. Well done and thank you. And to all those commercial members who supported us, we acknowledge and say thank you to you as well. On behalf of the board, I'd also like to acknowledge the team at Angus Australia for Peter and all uh, his team members at Angus Australia have delivered the services to all of us. A big thank you for the great work that you've done in a difficult set of circumstances. We absolutely appreciate it. And like all our members, we wish the team at Angus Australia a very happy and safe Christmas and New Year as well. Uh, going into the Christmas period, on behalf of the board, I'd like to reflect on the year that has been, look forward to the year that is, and wish you all a very merry and happy Christmas and a safe new year and I look forward to reconnecting with as many of you as I can in the new year. Thank you. Hi, my name is Erica Halliday and I'm the Vice Chairman of the Board of Angus Australia. Just wanted to take this opportunity to wish uh, all our members a very Merry Christmas and a very prosperous 2021. It's been a very difficult year for many people. Uh, in some ways it's been great for the rural industry and cattle as, as people in the cities have been more appreciative of us during COVID. But at the same time, there's been a, a higher level of isolation for people. And, and I think that one of the main things that we're looking forward to doing uh, as a board and at the office in 2021 is to try and get people to reconnect back with the head office in Armidale. Um, to identify the issues that our members have got and to address them and uh, to work even harder to make the Angus breed for you guys more profitable in 2021. So uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you all the best for 2021.
Hi, so this is uh, Peter Parnell, uh, CEO of Angus Australia. It's a pleasure to have the opportunity to uh, speak with members uh, at the end of another very busy year. And um, I guess I, I recognise that after some very t tough years of drought and followed by devastating bushfires experienced by many communities last summer, that 2020 has been, uh, fortunately for many, a, a much more positive year for, for many of our members. But and having said that, I recognise that you know, we do have uh, numerous members still suffering drought conditions. And, and others still very much in recovery mode. So we certainly uh, feel for you. But the good autumn break uh, experienced across many regions of Australia provided renewed confidence in, in the industry um, earlier in the year and this commenced the herd rebuilding process. And uh, this has undoubtedly driven positive commercial conditions for, for beef reducers throughout much of the year. The Angus premium has never been more apparent than what we have uh, witnessed through uh, throughout 2020. Whether we look at Angus breeding females, feeder steers or the wiener cattle market, we've seen significant premiums being paid for good quality Angus cattle. And this has also been reflected in increased uh, bull prices for our seed stock members, as many breeders have taken the opportunity to upgrade their genetics as part of their herd rebuilding process. 2020 has been a busy year for Angus Australia, with increased demand for our registration and recording services in particular. Uh, but the ramping up of activities across all areas of the business, and that includes our marketing and communications initiatives, our various research and development programs, our breed development, education and extension, and our commercial supply chain activities. Sure, COVID-19 has had its impact on Angus Australia, just as it has across all sectors of the economy. Uh, and this impact was particularly evident in restricting our ability to conduct face-to-face -face education and extension events and our various um, planned youth development activities. However, um, we've endeavoured to offset this as much as possible by increased levels of communication uh, through uh, the use of electronic media in the conduct of online events. And I encourage all members to visit uh, the Angus Australia website to uh, access the huge range of educational resources and latest updates from Angus Australia staff through podcasts and videos, including the recent online Angus Connect event uh, accessible on YouTube. Uh, it's a, a wealth of resources there, and uh, even if you weren't able to... Uh, to witness uh, some of those events live online, um, they're always there for, uh, for, for future reference if you do find time to look at them. In our member services area, we've seen big increase in registration and animal transfer activity compared to recent years, um, and, and that's a direct reflection, of course, of the increased confidence and in the herd rebuilding that's, that's happening across the industry. We've also seen a particularly large increase in the uptake of genomics testing by members. Um, and this is improving our levels of pedigree quality assurance and improving the accuracy of estimated breeding values. In the breed development area, we've seen continued improvements to the genomics pipeline and upgrades to the uh, underpinning software for the incorporation of DNA uh, information into the trans-Tasman Angus cattle evaluation. A noteworthy achievement in breed development has been the recent completion of the first true a cross-country analysis of structural foot score data incorporating um, information from the American Angus Association and the Canadian Angus Association together with uh, records collected by members um, in Australia. This first step in a cross-country evaluation was possible due to the uh, ongoing collaboration that Angus Australia has with the American Angus Association working towards a future global evaluation for Angus cattle.
several other important enhancements, including revised selection indexes and a number of other features will be implemented in the upcoming Trans-Tasman Cattle Evaluation in December. In our strategic projects area, we've seen continued success of the Angus Sire Benchmarking Program. This program now in its 11th cohort of joining um, has provided the critical reference population data required to incorporate genomics data into our Trans-Tasman Angus Cattle Evaluation. And this is particularly important for difficult to measure traits, such as the carcass traits, female fertility, feed efficiency, and new novel traits such as immune competence. Our ongoing R&D collaboration with CSIRO, which has developed the immune competence estimated breeding values, uh, has also um, yielded some other important outcomes to be released early in 2021. And this relates particularly to the use of genomics for the genetic evaluation of commercial heifers and steers. Looking at the information technology program at Angus Australia, we've seen some important developments also in 2020, and these developments are particularly towards implementation of our independent database software, which has been designed to improve the efficiency of transactions with members. And this will reduce uh, the future costs for members in conducting business with Angus Australia. During the year, we've also implemented numerous uh, revisions and improvements and expansion of a report from the Trans-Tasman Angus Cattle Evaluation and uh, ongoing improvements to the database search facilities and associated reports on the Angus Australia website. So again, I'd encourage members to explore some of these features now on, now on the website. In the commercial supply chain area, we've, uh, we did have the disappointment during 2020 of uh, uh, McDonald's Australia deciding to discontinue uh, the services from Angus Australia in verifying Angus product used in their restaurant offerings. Uh, but on the positive side, we've seen the ongoing support of the high-end quality Angus brands uh, in the use of Angus brand verification to un underpin their brands, uh, in, particularly in the global markets. The uncertainty faced by the, the whole beef sector, and particularly the high-end uh, brands in the global beef markets, has dampened further uptake of, of brand verification through the year, but we're very optimistic that in 2021, uh, with hopefully greater certainty uh, back into the, into the global markets, we'll again see some additional interest in brand verification to underpin market claims around genuine Angus beef products. Good progress was also made during 2020 in the development of a new Angus Verified program to assist commercial producers achieve greater market recognition for quality straight-bred Angus cattle, and we look forward to the, the implementation of that program in the early 2021. So in summing up, Angus Australia is, is in a, a sound financial position uh, to continue to increase our services to members during 2021 and to continue the vital R&D software developments and innovations required to ensure the best possible future for Angus breeders. We look forward to another productive and busy year for Angus Australia in 2021. And despite the uncertainties and undoubted challenges that 2021 will present, I'm very optimistic that it'll be an, uh, another very positive year for the beef sector and the Angus breed in particular. Finally, I'd like to acknowledge the excellent work conducted by the staff of Angus Australia during 2020 and congratulate them on maintaining their focus on providing the best possible service to members throughout the year, despite the many challenges we have faced. Thank you also to the board and members of our various consultative committees and state committees for the guidance and assistance you have provided through the year. The lack of physical meetings has made it tougher for communication, but in all cases we've seen fast adaptation to new ways of 
communicating through online Zoom and Teams meetings. So in summing up, I, I wish um, all members a very happy festive season ahead and hope that you can find time in your busy schedules to relax a little over this period and celebrate the success of the past year. Best wishes from all the staff of Angus Australia. Well, g'day, I'm Scott, the Member Services Manager here at Angus Australia. And it's great to, to talk to you coming up to Christmas. Uh, it's been a really strange year for us uh, in, in many ways, but I've, I've really got to say how good is 2020 for anyone in the cattle industry. It's, uh, it's been very difficult for a lot of people in other industries, but uh, for us it's been great to have high cattle prices and, and rainfall and... I guess uh, one of the best aspects of the job is dealing with uh, and talking with members on the phone. And um, over the last two years leading up to this year, some of those conversations, they, they really get, got quite hard. So this year was fantastic uh, to, to start the year with everyone in such a positive frame of mind. And, and often when we're speaking to people, they've got very encouraging stories. Uh, so 2020, it was an interesting year. It was very challenging, uh, particularly for my staff in member services. It, uh, on one level it was the isolation but what it also did was that it increased the workload because everyone was at home and everyone got caught up on their records especially after the drought and uh, they also did a lot of DNA testing so it was busier and, and the staff were trying to adapt to, to working from home but, but it was great really, we, we got through that well and nearly um, by every measurement we were up on in the number of things that we did from the previous year, so registrations were up 4.5% and transfers up nearly 20%. Um, all the performance recording was up by nearly 7%. Genomic tests were up by 50%. Um, it, was, it was right across the board. The only, the only aspect that was down for our section was really um, the export numbers going through and, and that's just a function of the, the high cattle prices. So, so that's really a positive as well. A big thank you to the members who gave us some great feedback for our section in the member survey earlier this year. Uh, we were very encouraged by that. We, we work hard to do a good job, so thank you for the good feedback there. Um, and, and I think an aspect is that we've had very little uh, staff turnover in the last couple of years, and, and, and that means that our staff are more experienced and, and hopefully they're doing a better job for members. Another thing this year was it was great to go to South Australia and, and tour around and, and meet uh, quite a few members face to face. So, so thank you so much for a really warm welcome in that part of the world. It's my first trip down there and it was great to, to meet quite a few um, people and, that, and everyone was very positive as well, so thank you. Um, this year also we, we implemented um, a bit of IT in our section which is um, a job tracking system and, and while that's a bit of tech that um, probably doesn't mean much to many people, what it does mean is that we won't lose your jobs so um, we can track things and we can do a better job. So it's a, it's a bit of IT but it's a really positive development for our section. So we've been doing our planning for 2021 which is great. Um, and honestly, in our section, we just need to get the job done. We don't have uh, grand plans. Our goal is to enable members to conduct all the transactions with Angus Australia in, in a way that's as streamlined and as efficient as possible. So, so what that means is we're pretty mindful to, to uh, really reduce costs for members. And I guess we, we just try and do more work with the same number of staff. And uh, we're, we're very conscious of that. 
So we can do that in a few ways. The, the big one is by improving our systems, um, our IT, and trying to talk to different organisations. So one that we did speak with this year is uh, Holstein. So they don't, they don't compete with us. So it's, it's great to be able to share ideas and, and find out what they're doing and tell them what we're doing. So uh, that's a, a good collaborative approach there. Uh, next year, we're, we're actually going to dedicate a staff member to uh, IT support. So, so that's some feedback from members that we've had, um, and, and we have listened. So we've got uh, Adam Allingham, uh, he's one of our MSOs here, he's, he's pretty experienced now, and uh, he's pretty tech savvy, so he, if anyone's got any issues with um, technology, with Angus Tech, um, you'll be able to ring and, and he should be able to nearly deal with anything. So, um, so that's a very positive. Um, and then uh, can I just say uh, a thank you to uh, my staff in, in member services. They're, they're a really wonderful group of people um, to deal with, uh, to work with on a day-to-day -day level. Uh, it's, a, it's a high pressure little environment, but uh, they do a great job, so I appreciate that. And, um, and thank you to uh, you members as well. Without you guys, we wouldn't have a job. And uh, I think that really came home to us this year during COVID, so many um, people in other industries yeah, they don't, they don't find themselves with a job coming up to Christmas. So uh, we're, we're very appreciative of that. Please always call. And it's great to get to, to know members on the phone. Yes, it is over the phone. But we become good friends with a lot of the members, uh, which is great. Uh, I'm probably the troubleshooter here at Angus. So if you don't know where to head, um, please, um, please just call and chat. Or drop me a line, uh, scott at angusaustralia.com.au. And... Um, there's always new regulations, there's always new things to deal with, so uh, please please just get in touch and one of us will help. If you think you'll be late for some reason, just ring ahead of time and we'll make an arrangement and we'll make it easy for you. And uh, finally, can I just extend a very Merry Christmas to uh, all the members and thank you for your support and work through 2020 and uh, I just uh, hope that you have a lovely Christmas with your friends and family and we look forward to dealing with you in 2021. Hi, I'm David Cameron, the financial controller for Angus Australia. It's been a pretty challenging year for the Angus Society and for Australia in general. Luckily, we at Angus have been able to perform all our duties and deliver the same level of service while working from home during this difficult period. Financially, the Angus Society remains very strong and has not been affected too much during this difficult period. In summary, our balance sheet shows a net worth of 8.6 million at the last quarter. Total revenues up 1.4% on budget, so they did not fall like most other businesses. Total expenses down 20% of budget, and this was pretty much a result of reduced spending and delayed projects, all COVID related. Female inventory this year was 108,649 and only reduced 9% on last year. Uh, we were budgeting on a much larger reduction due to the issues last year, drought, bushfire, etc. Memberships, total memberships are very strong and remains at 3,655. Debtors, overdue debtors this year has reduced by 55% on the same period last year. This is a flow on from the good season this year in 2020 and also, of course, higher 
cattle prices. Now, I realize there are still members recovering from the effects of last year's drought, bushfires, floods, and other special circumstances. So to these members, if you have not already done so, I would urge you to make contact and we will help you to work through any payment issues that are causing you a problem. We have a dedicated crew of people in accounts and as a member-based organization, our job is to help you to work through these issues. Finally, from the ladies in accounts and myself, have a great Christmas and we look forward to working with you next year. Thank you. Hi, it's Liz Pearson here, the Commercial Supply Chain Manager. While 2020 has been a tough year for everyone, some of the challenges faced throughout the beef supply chain have been particularly rough. Our verified brand owners, who predominantly supply beef into the global high-end food service sector, went from a marketplace that had insatiable demand for Australian Angus beef to no market overnight, with lockdowns across the globe resulting in months of endless efforts to move product through the supply chain that was losing shelf life and value rapidly. Throughout this turmoil, Angus Australia has been able to continue to support these brands through our integrity-based verification program, moving to remote-based reviews to validate their Angus claims, assisting in the maintaining market share and ensuring compliance and integrity for their brands and for our breed. While we are unable to get out there and meet our brand owners, the current and any potential new, to engage with them more heavily, through mutual interest and benefit, we are still able to secure a new brand for the Angus brand verification program. That brand is Macca's Australian Black Angus Beef. That's M-A-C-K-A-S. Has joined the suite of verified brands in 2020, citing a partnership with Angus Australia as making complete sense in developing their brand globally with integrity and collaboration with the peak body of the Angus breed. Macca's is a family-owned boutique Angus brand based in Gloucester, New South Wales, and is making considerable inroads into the ever-growing Angus beef marketplace globally and here at home. In 2020, the Commercial Supply Chain Program has invested considerable effort into the development of resources to support our verified brands in educating the consumer to the value of verified Angus, with the release of a new website section in coming weeks targeted at the distribution to consumer level of the supply chain to educate and build an emotive connection to our fantastic product and the Australian Angus producers who create it. Most excitedly from my perspective, while being grounded in Armidale, it has allowed more resources to kick off the development of a live animal verification program for commercial Angus producers that validates their claim of Angus in the marketplace. This program is now in its final stages of development with trials to begin in coming weeks and an expected launch in the first quarter of 2020. This program will give Angus producers a further competitive advantage by endorsing true purebred commercial Angus cattle in the marketplace. Not only is this advantage to the producer, but also to the backgrounder, the trader, feedlotters and the processor, giving them added confidence and assurance that if animals are advertised as Angus, they are indeed Angus and not black-coated and or crossed imposters. The concept for this program was developed through solid market research questioning what are the biggest issues in the marketplace with commercial Angus animals and how can Angus Australia help address these issues. The need and desire to be able to purchase Angus animals with confidence and without fear of other black-coated breeds influencing is strong across the supply chain right through from that backgrounder to the processor. 
With this in mind, I'm really looking forward to seeing this program launched early next year, which will continue to support Angus producers and help drive the Angus premium. I'd like to thank all of our verified brand owners and collaborators. Those include NH Foods Australia, Jack's Creek, Rangers Valley, Three Creek Beef, Macca's Australian Black Angus Beef, Kalara Feedlot and Ag Live for their continued support and contribution to our commercial supply chain program throughout 2020. And while we have not been able to bring our brand owners together with our Angus producing members this year, we look forward to hopefully a better 2021 and the prospect to better connect our members to opportunities in the supply chain that will help maintain and drive higher that Angus premium that we all like to chase. I hope everyone has a safe and relaxing festive period and I look forward to an exciting 2021 for the Commercial Supply Chain Program. Hello, I'm Christian Duff, Strategic Project Manager for Angus Australia. Uh, just to recap a bit on 2020, it's been a big year, obviously a quite a disrupted year as it's been for everyone with COVID-19 and other things going on, but it hasn't stopped our uh, strategic projects and particularly our research and development, which are primarily aimed at increasing the rates of genetic gain in Angus uh, cattle in Australia. Obviously the, the key program we undertake in this area of Angus Australia is the Angus Eye Benchmarking Program. It's been another really big year for that program and luckily with the help of our collaborators in that project, um, John D. Abattoir, Rangers Valley Feedlot, UNE, etc. We've been able to keep our data collecting going. Um, a lot of the events we haven't been able to get to like we've done in the past, particularly within abattoirs, but with our collaborators uh, it's all gone really well and the data's come out really well. So we've been able to increase our reference population as planned, which obviously benefits our genetic evaluation and our development of genomic products for Angus cattle. Um, so that's all, all going really well. In relation to other R&D collaboration, and I can't understate the collaboration part enough, with our collaborative partners in research like CSIRO, we've been able to continue developing our newer bits of information, such as our immune index, our immune competence-related uh, product with CSIRO. That uh, reference population is growing well, and we've updated our SIR list this year, which has been a really good effort. And on top of that, we're also uh, progressing a steer selection genomic-based tool with, with CSRO as well. And this year, we've developed that product. We've validated it in its first phase. And we look to releasing that product next year, which is uh, really exciting and a real new space, obviously, for genomics to offer selection value. And really importantly, based off an Australian reference population when, um, that's been fully validated in our production system. So that's pretty exciting. But a lot of that background work's been done this year in collaboration with CSIRO. Another another example of a collaborative project is with the Ormtech Group, which is a range of universities and government departments that basically are testing imaging, camera imaging equipment in abattoirs to estimate yield or beef quality attributes. Um, we've been assisting in that and we've seen some results come out of that in relation to some other technology and that's been really good and we'll start um, putting some messages out to industry on that from a Angus perspective. But it's good to be involved in those large collaborative projects mainly through offering the resources through our side benchmarking program and having cattle that are well described and we know the kill dates and we're getting there, we're collecting lots of data. So adding on those new technologies is, is great and a good way to collaborate with industry. Another um, highlight for collaboration this year is uh, with New South Wales DPI and finishing off our retail beef yield collection project. I have to specifically thank Linda Kay for organising that and her team. We've assisted where possible in Angus Australia, but it's been led by uh, Linda and uh, we've collected over a 1,000 retail beef yield bone-out phenotypes um, on our project test cattle, um, which has been really great, and that's going to add a lot of value to our reference population for that really hard-to-measure 
time-consuming trait. Collaboration will continue on, on to into 2021 about that, so that'll that'll be a continuing theme. And obviously, at Angus, we don't have all the skills here, that's for sure, and all the people, so we need to collaborate as best we can. Uh, in regards to some other areas of strategic projects, another outcome this year has been our distribution of our and publication of our Beef Breeders Insights Report, primarily re- led by Jen Pitt, which I'll talk more about in a second. It was a project that's been going over a couple of years, collecting a lot of survey data from beef breeders and, and collating that all into a, a nice summary report. Um, showing us Angus influence in Australia, how we are influencing the cattle industry in Australia through the Angus influence, uh, through genetics, and also through perceptions of genetic technologies as well, which is obviously an important part of our business here at Angus Australia. In regards to the Northern Development Program, where a lot of that work was done under, um, obviously a, a, a highlight of this year was also a bit of a low light with John A. Farris leaving at the start of the year. Um, he was a great, uh, great team member, but he had to move on. But we did employ Jen Pitt, who's a great member of the team and uh, really kicking goals in the short term at Angus Australia. So we're looking forward to see what Jen can deliver over the coming years. So to finish off with strategic projects, I just want to obviously thank my small team, um, both Nick Butcher and Jen Pitt, for their work over the year in our strategic projects areas. Um, small team, but great work as we get a lot achieved, which I'm really proud of. And obviously want to thank our members for supporting our strategic projects. Um, without their support, particularly the side benchmarking program, putting in size, engaged in the results, all those sorts of things, they wouldn't happen. So thanks for 2020 and we look forward to moving to 2021. Hi, it's Andrew Byrne, uh, Breed Development and Extension Manager. Uh, it's been quite a large year for the Breed Development and Extension area at Angus Australia. We have seen a, a continual increase in the genetic improvement that's been occurred within uh, Angus animals and uh, particularly the, our current rate of genetic improvement if we uh, measure that based on the Angus Breeding Index. Um, in want of, of any better measure, we're currently seeing an increase of about $4.30 per cow mated per year genetic improvement, which is a, a great testament to the Angus Australia members and their commitment to improving the profitability of, of Angus genetics throughout the supply chain through genetic improvement. Um, I guess facilitating and associated with that genetic improvement, we've seen a continued uh, great utilisation of uh, different uh, reproductive technologies, but also Angus Australia's genetic evaluation services. Uh, so we've seen uh, continue um, high levels of performance recording and also a, a significant increase in the amount of genotyping. So uh, we're expecting around 35,000 animals to be genotyped with either the Angus GS or HD50K for Angus uh, genomic products this calendar year. Um, and, that, and that's quite a big increase on, on previous years. Outside of that, we've, we've seen um, an increase in the level of parentage verification and the offering of animals with either sire verified or, or fully parent verified. So that's really improving the, the accuracy of the uh, pedigree information. We've also seen some improvement in the products which are available. So we've seen uh, new HC50K and Angus GS genomic products become available with more and more content on those products which is specific to Angus cattle and and is explaining a a greater range of uh, genetic variation between Angus animals. So overall there's also been quite a a noticeable increase in the use of our online Angus database search and particularly during the the bull sale season, the the COVID effect, uh, we saw 
quite a large increase in the utilisation of our, our online database and Angus Select tools, so uh, a 33% increase in uh, searches on Angus Database Search and 42% increase in, in Angus Select, so searches of the, of the online catalogues. Moving over, I suppose, to the education extension, it's been somewhat of a disrupted year with, with COVID affecting our ability to, to run events, but we've had a, a, an increase in focus on our online um, education and tools. So at the Angus Education Centre has had a, a big increase in the number of views and also we've rolled out quite a lot of new content on that. So several new modules which have, have been picked up and, and utilised by people, particularly new modules on the, the uh, management of Angus bulls in northern Australia and also better understanding of the genetic conditions in Angus cattle. So we've also seen some the introduction of our Angus Connect R&D updates, so uh, well facilitated by our redevelopment officer Matt Reynolds. So he, that's been a, a, a new initiative and we've seen large uh, numbers of people come along to that Angus Connect uh, and hear about the latest R&D which is occurring in, in Angus cattle. Spring Bull Night again was very successful, so well over a thousand views, really giving people a, a great opportunity to go and uh, see what the latest bulls are with, with semen available and how they might utilise those within their program. So across the whole breed development extension, a um, lot of activity going on and been quite a successful year. Uh, moving into 2021, we obviously finished the year with some fairly major enhancements to our Trans-Tasman Angus cattle evaluation. So we see the introduction of, of new or updated selection indexes and also a, a complete revamp of our structural soundness EBVs. So They'll continue, hopefully, to provide better tools for members to use into 2021 so that we can continue to maximise the genetic progress in Angus cattle. So, yes, just in closing, uh, I'd like to thank all our members for their ongoing support throughout the year. Uh, we have a, a great time discussing your questions and, and discussing your breeding program with you, and it's, it's really pleasing to see the continual uptake and, and utilisation of the services that we're offering and ultimately that we're continuing to facilitate that in genetic improvement. Uh, so one of the things to note during 2020 has been the great contribution that the Genetic Evaluation Consultative Committee has made to our breed development extension program. So I really want to pay tribute to the members who make their time available to participate in that committee and to, to really identify and, and give us great feedback on what the, the priorities are for our genetic evaluation tools and then uh, review the, the different outputs and things of our R&D programs uh, before we implement those, which are of great assistance to not only our breed development staff, but, but the whole of, of Angus Australia. So I uh, really pay tribute to those members who, who make their time available for that committee. Also, uh, uh, thanks to the team in the breed development extension and particularly to Matt Reynolds as our breed development officer who does a lot of the work and particularly all the education extension activities that we undertake. Hi, I'm Diana Wood, Angus Australia's Marketing and Communications Manager, and I am excited to be here to discuss some of the major achievements we have seen across the Marketing and Communications team throughout 2020. And while it's been a challenging year for everyone, we were disappointed to not be able to get out and about with our members after the successful centenary celebrations that we did host in 2019. However, in the marketing team, it did give us the opportunity to go about looking introspectively and taking the time to get back to basics to grow the marketing and communications area so that we can go into the future stronger than ever. This time has allowed us to grow our skill set and ensure that we can provide an evolving high level of service to Angus Australia's membership. 
In saying that, it has still obviously been a very exciting year for Angus Australia and its members. And while it is hard to pick out just a couple of highlights in the marketing and communications area, I think the first thing that absolutely has to be highlighted is the continuing resilience of the Angus Australia membership. This time, 12 months ago, most of the country was shrouded in dust and smoke and then after some areas received drought-breaking rain, the COVID-19 pandemic hit, which drastically changed the way the entire nation conducted its business. The way that Angus Seedstock producers in particular that were hosting on property sales at the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis were able to so quickly adapt to those ever-evolving restrictions that at one point were changing daily was absolutely phenomenal. As per usual, Angus breeders led from the front and really embraced the use of digital technology to promote and conduct their sales to a high levels of success. At the time of recording this podcast episode, the 2020 registered Angus bull sale statistics for Angus bulls sold at auction show that over 173 sales across the country, 8,646 Angus bulls have been sold to a top price of $140,000 for Dunoon Prime Minister P758 and an overall average of $8,120 was achieved. This is up 31% on the 2019 average and the highest overall average for Angus bulls sold at auction. These results also included a new Australian Angus average record at Millamurra Angus where 78 sire-assured Angus bulls were sold for an average of an amazing $20,384. The other big-ticket item in 2020 has been the demand for Angus females, with many Angus Australian members taking advantage of this demand and hosting registered female sales this year. While there are still more registered female sales to come, at the time of recording, 12 sales have seen 951 registered Angus females cleared for an average of 7,095 and a top of 82,000 for Ben Nevis Jean H215. And it is not only the seed stock producers that have been reaping these rewards. What we have seen over the last few months has been nothing short of amazing as the sale results for commercial Angus cattle have exceeded all expectations across the country. We expected the cattle market to turn, but probably not to the extent that we have seen as sale records have continued to tumble. Angus females in particular are hot property with commercial females regularly hitting upwards of three dollars to $4,000 per head, a price once reserved for seed stock females only. And these records really do come as no surprise to me because particularly in the commercial sector, as producers are looking to rebuild their herd with a breed they can trust. They have an eye to the future and so the prices they are willing to pay for Angus cattle seem to know no bounds. Producers are going deep into their pockets to purchase Angus bulls, females and steers. And this trend isn't just in the southern states of Australia, but into the northernmost areas of the country as well, with the genetics integrating themselves further and further into the northern beef production system, which is really great for Angus breeders in the south. Each week we are seeing unprecedented demand for Angus cattle as restockers look to rebuild herds, chasing commercial Angus females with known genetics to rebuild the nucleus of their herd with these top quality Angus females. After all, they do want fertile, functional females and as such are turning to the breed that offers maternal traits while also bringing the carcass traits needed for the end product. And unsurprisingly, the results for these Angus females were mirrored by the spring bull selling season mentioned above. These outstanding results are a testament to the overall confidence in the market for high quality genetics. 
And while there are so many results, here are just a couple to highlight. Towards the end of November, 62 Angus cows and calves offered by Digalar Station, Dunedoo, New South Wales, made 4,050 per head on Auctions Plus. While earlier in the year we saw 10 PTIC commercial Angus heifers make $3,900 at Gilmandike Angus, and Julie and Jeremy Shaw sold Angus heifers to a top of 568 cents per kilo, or an average of 508 cents per kilogram at Roma in August. These examples are, after all, just a small representation of the cracking sales happening around the sale yards and on Auctions Plus. We do continue to see these records fall weekly. So if you follow the Angus Australia social media channels or regularly read the news on the Angus Australia website, you'll see producer spotlights we put out highlighting this demand as producers across the country continue to claim top dollar for their Angus cattle. And now looking at some of the highlights from the marketing and communications team over the past 12 months, I'm absolutely thrilled with the progress we've seen throughout the year. Like the membership, we have had such a big focus on the production of digital assets as a means of disseminating information to our members. A big highlight has been the increased use of video as a promotional tool. After all, users view more than 1 billion hours of video each day on YouTube. This obviously began with the Angus Connect events moving online in the autumn period and from there video has really become such a major player in our communication strategies across the board. I really do recommend subscribing to the Angus Australia YouTube channel. It's as simple as searching for Angus Australia on YouTube and hitting subscribe. The Angus Australia social media channels have also continued to grow this year with a combined growth rate of 31% in followers across all channels. So don't forget to follow Angus Australia on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter to ensure that you are up to date with all the latest news and events. I also encourage members to tag Angus Australia and share content relevant to your business from our channels because by being active and interacting with other content, you can also grow your own personal social media and stud profiles. And how can I not mention the Behind the Beef podcast? This is something we have wanted to implement for a little while and 2020 has provided us with the perfect opportunity. Behind the Beef really is a great insight to all facets of the Angus Beef supply chain and has some great stories from behind the scenes. So please make sure you subscribe on either Wooshka, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify to get some of these great yarns. The sale catalogue service within Angus Australia has also experienced a very busy year, unsurprising really given the results mentioned earlier. Across all catalogue categories, that is sale lots, semen and embryos, 12,156 lots have been listed across 270 catalogues and we are already gearing up for the 2021 sale season and will continue to provide full catalogue design and graphic design services to members. Further to the catalogue side of things, as members embrace digital technology, searches across catalogues in Angus Select have seen a significant increase throughout 2020, particularly during both the autumn and spring selling seasons. February saw a 38% increase compared to 2019 in searches across catalogues, while June a 46% increase and August a massive 64% increase with over 45,000 searches per day. 
This means that members who are selling bulls, females, semen and embryos privately and those not listing their catalogues online with Angus Australia are missing out on reaching a larger audience. So don't forget, if you are planning your sale for 2021, whether it be an auction or private treaty sale out of the paddock, the Angus Australia website and Angus Select is online 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, meaning your bulls, females, semen and embryos for sale can be searched for and seen at any time. Now more than ever, people are going online to search for their next bull, female or genetics purchase and they want to do their research first. So if your sale is not listed, you may be missing out on this opportunity as Angus Select allows users to conduct searches across individual or all catalogues. So if your bulls, females, semen and or embryos aren't listed, they will not be front of mind. It would also be remiss of me to not make mention of the Angus Youth Program, which got off to a great start in 2020. 140 Angus youth members descended on Toowoomba for four days in mid-January, with this year turning a focus to Northern Production Systems to celebrate the event returning to Queensland for the first time in six years. The program saw various educational sessions and demonstrations, the Barnyard Olympics, new additions included meat judging and commercial livestock junior judging, as well as the traditional cattle classes and parader classes. We were also geared up for the second intake for the Gen Angus Future Leaders Program in partnership with Acmere Australia and we're very much looking forward to heading to Melbourne to conduct this program but unfortunately this was the first of our many face-to-face events that had to be cancelled this year. And while the Angus Youth Scholarship Program and 2021 Roundup Program have had to go on hiatus for 12 months, a new Angus Youth Consultative Committee was formed this year with an enthusiastic group of young Angus breeders taking the helm as we hopefully are able to return to normal in 2021 and we'll have some exciting ideas to implement. We were also sad to lose Candace Little as the Angus Youth Development Officer this year, but are very much looking forward to the future of the Angus Youth Program in 2021. So finally, a very big thank you to my team in the office, Shane Twist, Robin Brazier, Sam Hamilton, Kate Reynolds and Ebony Sadler-Small, all of the staff at Angus Australia and to the Angus Australia membership. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year and hope that we can all get together again in 2021 to celebrate this great Angus breed. And that's a wrap on Behind the Beef for 2020. Thank you so much to everyone who's tuned in to the episodes we've released throughout the year. Your support for this little podcast is so appreciated. I'll leave you with a recommendation to our members to check out the What You Need to Know for 2021 location on the Angus Australia website, which can be accessed via the rotating banner at the top of the homepage. This location is your go-to for everything you need to know in regards to important changes, enhancements and updates going forward into 2020. So I highly recommend if you haven't had a look at that page to do so, so that you're across all the important updates going into the new year. And we will be back in 2021 with new episodes giving a look behind the beat. So please keep an eye out for those in the new year. And don't forget to like, subscribe and review the podcast as a Christmas gift to me. And from me to you, I wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. And I'll be talking to you again in 2021.